Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. So, grace and peace, everyone. It's your man T. Barlow with another episode of Bars, Biblical and Reformed Spitters. And as promised, you guys probably don't remember the last time I had this brother on the show. He, he mentioned that he was working on this project, and I told him. That man, if he wanted to, he could come back on the show and talk about it. So we have gracing us with this presence yet again, none other than Kurt Kennedy. Can you say what's up to the people for me, sir? Yeah, what's up, man? How y'all doing, man? Good to be back, bro. Yeah, man, glad, glad to have you. Uh, a lot of excitement going on over this project, the appendix, man. And uh, you kind of hit the ground like this one. Like I remember, like the last project, I think you you, you dropped like a video. Um, about the nightmare that you had uh, of like your son getting molested. That's kind of how I remember that one being released. This one, yeah, right. you came out with Gay as the New Black. And it's one of those songs, yo, like, I mean, you know, I, okay, let me tell you, before we get like into it, into it, a few weeks ago, my man Carlos Newton, I'm not sure if you're super familiar with Carlos. Or whatnot. Carlos does uh, in, in the Reform Bars group. He does uh, album reviews, right? And he reviewed an album by uh, I can't think of the guy's name now, but from Migos. He, he got went solo from Migos and, and dropped the solo album. And he made mention of how he was willing. Carlos was like, "No, he was willing to bet money that this guy didn't really sit down and write anything. It was almost like he just got in the booth and just freestyle, just just made an album with what he called." microwave rhymes like he didn't and, and he was talking about how it's like you got guys who aren't sitting down and stewing over their lyrics you know like like, like letting it cook you know letting it boil letting it fest, you know the so way when you actually say something you actually have something to, when you say something you actually have something to say and so i gotta say like hearing him say that and then listening to this album it sounds like without a doubt that you put a lot of thought into your song and into this album and a lot of thought. So I guess what I need to know first and foremost, the process of making this album. Like, man, how did this album come about? Yeah, I mean, I did put a lot of thought into it. I think, you know, when I dropped C4, I was dealing with issues of church, race, uh, 
justice, but I wasn't really talking about social justice as much. It's just really dealing with just the reality that the church in America, at least, has historically allowed for things that affect us currently. And when I did that album, I thought there was a lot of good feedback from it. I was, I was, I was encouraged by it because it was a long album. I had no features, and people just felt like, "Wow, bro, you really, you really saying something here." But since then, as I've continued to observe, you know, I, I'm, I'm still in the sort of what they call a public figure, with quasi-public figure. I don't like to be out there too much. But I've just observed that things have become more polarized as a result of, or since, not a result of my music, but since dropping C4 in July of 2017, I just feel like the issues of race and the church, and i become more polarized. And so I just wanted to, and as I've observed the different ways that people are coming at it, I feel like I just wanted to offer a different perspective or at least help people understand how we got to this place. Like, how does a, a, a nation that, that's founded on faith in Jesus Christ get to a place where we're just so racially divided in and out of the church 400 years later? And I thought the best way to go about that was to do what I call an albumentary, an album and documentary entitled The Impediment. Right, because it's definitely not like what you would call like a party album. You know, like I can't see somebody like throwing the songs to have a good time. Like this is one of those albums where it's like, man, let you know, sit down and listen. You know, uh, as you get ready to go on this journey, and 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 that's kind of one of the like one of the things I noticed about this is like with C four, same with C four, because I'm gonna be honest, C four is my first experience with you. Um, you know, I, and I have I can't really say that I've heard your old, your older works at all, but I spent a lot of time with C four, like like listening to it, like the first time through, it was like, hey. Okay, this album's pretty good, and now here we are now, and it's like over a year later with T4, and and like I had crazy enough, like like with the past month, like I've probably played your album at least two or three different times, just revisiting it, and it's like I'm hearing things that I didn't catch the first time around, you know, and I'm kind of just like, oh, that, like that's a, that's a pretty deep and profound thought. But one of the things I noticed off top is is that like in your in your presentation. You're very balanced. Mm. You know, you're not you're not all the way in on one side, you're not all the way in on another side, and you're not wishy-washy with the topic at all. You know, it's right. like so yo, yeah. there's a balance here. And and, and and I noticed that same that same formula on the opinion. Um yeah. I think brilliant. That's just brilliantly done. And um, thank you, appreciate that. Yeah, and so and and, and I like when you said like like you deal with the like man how we got here. And so like having said that, man, like I want to talk talk a little bit about uh, talk a little bit about Dan's the New Black since <laughs> that's the one that you mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. So well, first of all, thank you for for recognizing there's some balance here. I, I do again. I think that's missing in a lot of the conversation either you're on one side and the other side is really wrong or you're on the other side and I think there needs to be room for people who like me I'm a, I'm a Romans 3 guy all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God right so I should be able to point out where people have fallen short of the glory of God on all sides of this conversation and not just make it about white privilege or victimology so to speak um, having right, said right. that I, I, with, with, with gay is the new black what I wanted to do, the reason why I put that song out, let me just say this, because there's a lot of guys like myself, like yourself and others who really are good at their craft musically. And I don't think it's arrogant to say that you're good at your craft. 
who work hard at doing good music and things like that. But we don't have the platform other guys do. Other guys just have a bigger platform. And when they put out music, everybody knows they're putting out music because they have a, a, a bigger platform. So when I drop an album, I know that there are people who are Kirk Kennedy fans that are going to get it no matter what I do. They're going to check for me because they like what I do. But in order for me to let people know and draw people to my project, I have to choose things. This is my philosophy. I could be wrong, but I try to choose things that would be more edgy or more provocative that will make people think and be like, let me hear what this brother's talking about. Now, the people, like I said, who yeah. know me, they're going to get my stuff. But the people who don't, I want you to, to, to think about what I'm saying. And so with Gay is the New Black, I, that was one of those songs where I felt like I want to explain, because I hated that for the longest time. I hated that that phrase, gay is the new black. I would be so angry, sinfully angry at the, that notion. But then I realized, actually, you know what, it's true, but not in the way that people say that it's gay is the new black for me. People say gay is the new black, indicating they're the new civil rights thing. I say gay is the new black, indicating that people who are gay are now the new, um, the, for lack of a better way of saying this, they're the new prized possession of culture. These are the new. These are the people that people now have the capacity for sympathy for, because as I lay out in the song, the black struggle has been so long and so vast that people just moved on from the black struggle. We've had the longest cry, if you will, and people are just tired of hearing our voice. And so now let's move on to the next marginalized group that we can. And I think in one way, try to make up for the wrongs that were done to black people without having to still deal with the issues that black people deal with. And so gay people become the next marginalized group, along with just people who get bullied. So the no bullying movement and LGBTQ sort of kind of came together and created this, this um, situation where now they're the ones that people are looking to and really trying to protect even more than what they did for black people. And one of the reasons why I say that is because I highlight like, you know, the HB2 law, HB2 law in California, the transgender law, you had organizations like Apple, like PayPal, like a big companies, NBA would not do the all-star game there, all because the governor signed a law saying that you have to go to the bathroom of the sex that you were assigned with. So for transgenders, that's the opposite of who they are. They choose their sexual, their gender. And they and they and then all these corporations were like, we're pulling out of your your state if you don't change that. But then, you know, for black people, you think about all the money we've made, you know, people in the NFL, NBA sports, and you never heard these people say, Hey, we need to stop saying negative things about the black community. You know, stop promoting images and stuff that or, or, or going after companies or cities that are racist and have they didn't do that, man. They didn't do that. There was no care for us in that. But yet for gay people, you can't even say that's so gay without being censored or banned or something. So in one sense, gay is the new black and that they've kind of taken the place of sympathy from a culture perspective. Now it's more geared towards them than there ever has been for us. Yeah. And, and that right there, perfect example of what I'm talking about, man. Like, like you sat, you stood over this over this issue and they came up with a way to creatively express the the, the frustration of it or you know saying or the history of it. Yeah, I mean like like dude like, like honestly like man like 
like anybody who hasn't really taken the time to listen, like they're trying to cheat themselves on this because because here's another thing, like like the way that you're presenting these things, it's like they're not cheesy. It's like it's, it doesn't come off this cheesy. It's not like you said, and you're not saying on, you don't really have like any cheesy. You got like like a lot of witty wordplay. Um, and and I wish I wish I listened to it enough to have some of these lines memorized, but like or even like just the, like in the delivery of certain songs, like a uh, crawling. I don't know what it is about your delivery on crawling, but <laughs> but dude, like it's it's so I I honestly and it's like and it's crazy because because it's, 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 I'm conflicted because I want to bow my head and just jam to it. But what you're talking about in that song is so daggone serious, like you know, it's like, right, dude, like, right, yeah. like, like, I, like, 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 my head wanna move, but my, but, you know, saying, but my brain is like, dude, be still, because listen to what this dude is popping and saying right now, yeah. and uh, well, Carl is an important that's, that's, song. It's an important yeah, it song is. because it's, 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 very it's a shift. Important. It's a shift. Yeah, and it's it's me. That song is me. I'm personifying sort of both the extremes of the really black offended and then the really white included. And yeah. um, that's what I'm trying to accomplish. And so the first verse, you got some real bars in there just about being offended as a black guy. And then the second yeah. verse, you got me, you know, in, you know, personifying a white man, white guy who doesn't get it and who thinks and it doesn't understand. And then I end that song with, you know, there's a, a lady who kind of frames it from structural racism versus colorblind mm-hmm. ideology. And then it's like, yeah. how did we get here? And then we keep, then we keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I love how you guide us through the album, man. Um, it's, it's, it's like, because like the songs in themselves are so heavy, right? Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm keeping real, like, I'm not that smart of a person. Like I'm, you know, like I, if I stew over something for a while, I, things will click. You know, I can, I can tend. I, I, sometimes I process things slowly. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just the way that I'm wired. But like in listening to your album, you like you present it for us, like a, a, a guide, so to speak. As to me, look, this is what we're doing right now. Uh, this is the appendix. Welcome to the appendix. You know, and this right here. I just wanted to go deeper on some stuff from C4. Now we're going to get ready to talk about uh, the impact of the gospel over the ages. Like. Has it, you know, has it been doing what it's, you know, um, have we been getting the results that we think we've been getting, or you know, and so forth? And, and I mean, I think it was just, just I, I like, I like the way, you, I like the way you did it, man. Um, there was a, oh, thank uh, you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, there, there was, a, there was this one song, man. Like I, I noticed the instrumental because it came from my man Survivor. Um, uh, oh yeah, that's what's up. What I, what, what I confess. When I, uh, he had a he has a song called "What I Confess." It's that song. Uh, snap, why not keeping the name of the song now? I'm, I'm mad. I'm, I'm listening to your album all day. I keep it that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, That's a lot of songs, though, so I get it, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forget which one it is, man. Uh, last night, the other night, I was listening to it, and my daughter was in the car, and Redneck Ann came on. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, yeah, and, that's a joy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> redneck and, and you know and and rednecks and ninjas, right? Yeah, right. You know that's probably about the only time my kids could ever say that word around me if they sing along to the song. Because I gotta tell you right. this, like, like, like you, you use 
you have you, you use a strong language in this sense in, in the sense of of, of, of the N word or whatnot, and I think it's so fitting the way that you use it. Like it's it's not it's like it's almost like it's used in its proper context. As a matter of fact, and yeah. I, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it for the sake of this conversation, you define the difference between at, at one point it was a line and it happened so quickly, but you, like you define and you, you you make notice or make mention of the fact that there's a difference between black people and niggas. You know, like right, like yeah, you know, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Chris Rock did it. Yeah, I said that in fucking place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and, and so, and I, I, I like that. But then, like, I like how you, you stated that that um, that on some on so many levels, it's not necessarily a skin tone thing with some folks. It's a class thing with redneck. I, I think it's very, you know? brother. I think it's very much class, and that's what. That's what Monopoly is sort of about. Monopoly and Stars right after that are sort of getting at. So like the album, I don't know if people realize this, but the album is broken up into four sections. So sections one, song from from Sheesh to Sons of Abraham is sort of like the appendix section where I'm, I'm referring to reminding you of songs on C4 and adding further information. But then when you get to crawling to C, that's a that's another section and that's the historical section and and if you know that's where there's a lot of that how do we get here look do you see that whole section is about me trying to show you from history historical truths like these aren't just identity politics i'm just a black dude describing my experience and saying everything is connected to my subjective experience i'm saying there's historical for what I'm about to say and I walk you through that section of the second section and that ends with C then you get to sunken place sunken place through PSA is the third section and that's more the consequences of what happened as a result of the historical narrative that I lay out in the second section so so sunken place to PSA is that and then after that the last section is the gospel the least of these and that's sort of how does the church respond like what are we supposed to do with all of this stuff and so that's so that's how the album falls out and so if you think of it that way it's like okay here's the section that you're going to get this stuff from and it just it really builds that way and that was just the lord man the lord just gave me the perspective because i don't write the songs in order i write them out of order so sometimes i might write song 17 before i write song 14. So I have to realize, okay, I'm writing song 14 now, but I already said what I said in song 17. So I got to listen and make sure that I'm not, that I'm building up to that. And it creates sort of an ongoing narrative that I can connect the dots with the, how do we get here? Look, or do you see what I see? And, that, and that's where that comes into play. Yeah, I, I, again, like that's, that's what I love. Cause like, I, I love thinking, like I think systematically, I love like, things that connect the dots and make a big picture and so forth. And I think that's why, why, why I'm so in love with what I heard off this album just as well as like the C4 man, because it's like, you know, sitting there listening to it, it's like, man, dude, like like, yo, like, the way that the album flows, you know, when you have when you, when you listen to an album that has a good flow, and I'm not just talking about how you're rapping on the song, I'm talking about how the songs go hand in hand and the message is good, clear, and like, big, clear and concise, you know, like that's Thanks for for a good album. Um, and just and then, like I said, some of the, the inside of some of the things, like uh, the song. Uh, I'm trying to pull up this list right quick. Um, 
but about dads or like, or like what they say about dads yeah, and like how yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you know like like all oh, it's because they had no dad and it's like oh, wait a minute yo it's, I mean like yeah like that's a problem you know but mm-hmm. you know it's like dad was, a, more dad was a crazy song for me yeah dad was a crazy song because again it's in that section of the consequences of history right and I think that uh-huh. people use people use consequences against you when it works in their favor so you know dad is me talking to dad is accomplishing a couple different things it's it's talking to black men who are dads in different sort of situations in life that have caused impact in the black community in negative ways but then it also is going after the people who use stuff like well abortion and fatherlessness in the homes is the stuff you should only care about like as if as if i can't ever say hey it's not right that if an officer unjustly kills a black man right so i'm only allowed to say something if I say that we're the fathers, and, and it's just like, nah, I man, that's not, that's not true. That's a ploy to dismiss other concerns. Like I am capable of having multiple concerns for things, just like I'm capable of loving more than one person. Right? I love my children. I love my firstborn so much. I was like, man, what if I don't love my second kid as much? Because it's like, nah, man, I'm capable of loving. I love. I got three boys. I love all of them like crazy. Like you could, so yeah. I'm capable of that. I am capable of having multiple concerns. I'm capable of saying, I think the justice system wrongly goes after black people, and, and that's been proven. I'm capable of that, as well as I'm capable to say, fatherlessness in the home and abortion are terrible in the black community. I'm capable. Uh, but I, so, but what I was trying to do was not so much because you said I brought balance, and there's balance. I mean, I bring some, 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 some firm correction too for those of us who are black that tend to have the you know the white privilege is the problem and all of this stuff and that, that's the only problem like now we've yeah. created some some things too that we have done significant damage to ourselves and you you hear that played out in that third section a lot you hear that and a little bit in the last section because I want to be balanced, and I think you know we should be balanced. But but also want to put together a good project, bro. You know, like I don't want to put together an album. Like with these issues that I'm talking about, these are tough issues in the church, man. And people are tired; they don't want to hear about this stuff all the time. So I gotta make a, I gotta put together something that's gonna get people to listen. And I just did the best that I could, and I am I'm blown away by how 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 well the album is being received. I really am. Yeah, like, and I, like, and I'm, I'm the type of person that, like, like in this whole, in the whole, like, conversation with uh, race relation and racism and all this stuff and, and the church history and so forth, like, I've kind of been like over that, over the conversation. Like, I, I am tired of having that conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's only because it seems only, it's, and it's mostly because of the people who are extreme or whatever position that they hold, you know, and. The way to me, and maybe I just oversimplified everything. I don't know. You can you can you can tell me if you believe that I oversimplified everything by saying this. I've often believed that racism is a sin issue, and the only way you're going to combat sin is with the gospel. But when you preach the gospel, it's more to it than just preaching the gospel. There's also discipleship. That's also obeying what God has commanded to love Him with our all and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. 
and which means that that's going to look like different things at different times, but it's always going to be uh, within the context of seeking reconciliation and making sure that, um, that of course, that we're being honest about sin, you know, sin, while at the same time not putting the burden of other people's sins on them and so forth, but not neglecting the fact that there's this history here this was ugly let's acknowledge that it was ugly but at the same time let's make sure that we're doing the best to love each other and Christian you know to, to, to love each other the way that Christians should be loving each other and to be loving our enemies right. and, you know and so again now I don't know if that's oversimplifying it or whatnot and I'm not saying that that's no it's not oversimplifying it yeah no I was gonna say you know that would always be my response, you know, and, and I feel yeah, like when yeah. I say that, people are saying, people are thinking that I'm saying, well, just preach the gospel, you know, and it's like, well, no, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, I'm saying that the gospel is the solution because it's a sin issue, and that no amount of marches right. or laws or conversations about it is going to, is going to fix that, you know, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, and that's, that's kind of where, you know, and, 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 and by saying that, definitely didn't want to come off as insensitive to to um to the people who who lose who who are lost loved ones due to hatred of any type, but more so in particular in this case, um, when when we're talking about like hate crimes of, of racism and so forth, like like do they exist? Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. And then and, and that's why I said I got what I love about your approach because you can say this, you can say these things, but then at the same time you kind of just like, hey, yo, but like miss me with that whole victim talk though. You know, like we're not victims. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's important, man. I think it's important because if you, this is the thing, this is the point I'm trying to get at on the project, the appendix. I think we have to realize, like, like I don't think this is about white people that you repent of privilege and black people need to stop being victims. I really believe that those dichotomies are not even scratching the surface of what the Lord is after. Because the two questions I try to answer on the album are, how did we get here? And Lord, why are you allowing this to happen? I'm not worried about the horizontal, who agrees with this or that, and who thinks this, what's their theological, what's their ecclesiology, what's their theology of. I don't care about that primarily. I start with, Lord, why are you allowing this to happen? This is your church. And this isn't the devil. The devil is your devil. He can't do nothing unless you give him permission. So even if he is there, well, why are you allowing this to happen? What's going on here? And then how do we get here? And for me, I think any Christian should be able to humbly say, Let's look at church history in America, and let's just ask the question, because people are fighting over who's preaching the gospel accurately. You're a social justice gospel, social gospel. I just think the question is, who's accurately evaluating the obedience that's come out of all that gospel preaching? And that's what I try to do is say, let's, and I think if we look at 400 years of Christianity in America, I think we have to just be honest and say, you know what? We haven't glorified the Lord, and we haven't really done a good job honoring the Lord uh, as, a, as a church. And that's something that any Christian can say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong here, man. I'm wrong for this. We're wrong. Like, we've inherited this evil that the church has done historically, and we're living in the consequences of that. And I think if we don't see it like that, then we're doomed to keep living in this, this unrest, if you will. Yeah. And that's what the appendix yeah. is trying to do. I'm trying to bring a historical narrative through hopefully good rhymes, hopefully good production, hopefully good artistry, so that people can say, okay, I like 
the feel of what he's saying. I like what he's doing. Like, you know how what Jesus did? Jesus' pattern was to come in and do and to heal. He did. He taught and stuff, but what he would do is he also did a lot of things like heal people and, and cast demons out. He did things so that it would draw attention to what he was teaching, right? He wanted people to know this is, I'm the real he, and let me demonstrate this. That's sort of my approach to the album. I want to try to make an album that is sonically and aesthetically good so that you'll listen to what I'm saying. What am I teaching? What am I trying to communicate that I want people to get? And that's what, and that's what I, I really tried really, really hard to make sure that that was that. And so again, you have no control over it when you're an artist, especially when you're an artist that's not like the superstar of the genre or whatever. You just don't have control over how people are more able to quick to say what they don't like about your music when you're not like on top of the game. And so you have to work a little harder to get people to appreciate what you're doing. And that's all I'm trying to do. Because I have, a, I feel like I have something to contribute to this conversation. And I'm hoping that other people who feel that way will tell other people, you got to check this album out. Because I want to, I want to have, I want to add, you know, a voice, pun intended, to the conversation only because I think it may be beneficial for some of the church. Yeah, man, I, I can dig that. That's why it's crazy, because like, when you dropped Games to New Black uh, the other week, um, one of my uh, co-hosts, because like, like, I, I had been telling them about T4, you know, um, I told them about like last year, about, you know, when it came out, and they, you know, they listened to like a couple of the songs, I think off the album somehow or another, but they really like, actually like peeped the whole album as a project, which, you know, when you do that, you kind of rob yourself of of some context and then but nevertheless though you know when you drop gay into the black the first thing they saw was the title and 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 it was sent to them like that, that particular night that was a, it was a couple of weeks ago i remember that particular night i couldn't make it to the radio show that night and somebody had sent it somebody had sent that song to them and i had just found it online myself i think matter of fact you tagged me in a comment with it and whatnot i was like oh yeah right. and I listen to it and, and i listened to it and i'm just like wow and, and just like how you said, like, because I know you, because I know how you get down, because I've listened to your work, and I know that, you know, like, I knew what to expect on some level, you know, I feel, I mean, I, not totally, because I, I, cause I wanted to hear where you was going with it, you know, <laughs> and you know, I mean, like, when you first hear the chorus, like, like, if I didn't know you, and I pushed play on that song, and I was like, oh, gay is the new black, yeah, I'm like, oh, I mean, this was a heritage. <laughs> You know, right? But right. I knew you. You know, but I know you, and and I took time to listen to that. But my but my co-host, you know, said they were kind of like, he said, "Hey, man, your boy Kirk Kennedy, I think he tripping." You know, like that. That's kind of how I kind of. I mean, I was oh, really? I came out. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, man, uh, hey, man, he's like, you know, they see this thug, man, like, you heard the song, Gay is Black, and I was like, yeah, he's like, what you think of it? And so when I told him, I was like, oh, man, I was like, man, that song is dope. And when I said that, because they know how I get down, they was like, oh, okay, he must be cool. He must be trying to, he must be saying something other than what I think he's saying. All right, and so next wow. thing you know, tomorrow night, God willing, we're going to be talking about Gay is the New Black and some of the other subject matters. Uh, that you're going to be addressing, that you have addressed on, on the appendix tomorrow wow. night uh, on, on our radio show because of that. But like when they first saw it, they were like, "Oh man, I, I don't, I, like I don't know if I even want to." It's kind of man. It's the effect. third verse though. It's the third yeah. verse. Like everything yeah. I mean is the first verse. I'm just kind of filling you in. Second verse, I'm giving you sort of civil gay history and all of that. It's the yeah. third verse that really explains yeah. what I mean yep. when I Show say that. That's and, not and, and, what and, people and, think it means. Yeah, that's where it's at. It's at it's, I, I, I say off top, I will, I will be a witness. 
it is in that third verse, man. And, and, and that's how I like, when you, listen to, when you listen to, like, a lot of your music, man, like, I said, like, the build-up, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. like, um, like, like, even, like, on a, on a, on a previous album, like, Trees, or, 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 or right. even, uh, you know, not even, not even just Trees, but, like, uh, the one before that, um, Woke. Woke. I think woke. Yeah. I think woke is my favorite song off there because I deal so much with 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 quote unquote woke brothers, you know. Right. And right. I, I like I, I just I love the way that, that that song that came in, and then I love the transition between that and trees, you know. And but like right. but like just the build up in your songs, man. So like the artistry is definitely there. The production is crazy. Um, I, I feel like when I'm listening to it, it almost seems like. And I could be wrong. Like it's, it almost seems like, well, especially like on the appendix portion, like like you're taking like a. Look like you, it sounds like like you're flipping some of the beats that you've used before, and I could be wrong. If not, it just maybe it's just the fact that it has a familiar feel and a familiar sound yeah. to it. Um, yeah, no, I didn't flip anything. It was all these were all. Um, well, only thing I mean, well, I mean there were portions of songs like so you know you heard Sheesh at the end of it, you hear yeah. Justice, you know. Right. And you hear, you know, like known, you hear um, often, you know, so, but no, right. I didn't, I really felt like these were all, I was very particular, like, I don't know if you, most people won't catch this, I'm going to say this on your, on your show, like, you know, like, you ever, you know, Greek mythology, have you ever heard of the sirens? Yeah. yeah like, in Greek mythology, they're like, there's three ladies that, like, sing out in the ocean, and if you, if sailors hear them, they end up coming to them and crashing and dying. Or if they survive, they just sit there and they're just addicted to them singing and they end up dying of starvation because they never leave them. So in Greek yeah. mythology, when you go by the sirens, you got to put earplugs in your ears to block out their sound. Otherwise, you're going to come to them. And when you hear the song Secrets, Secrets, I'm talking about the influence of Greek philosophy in the church. And yeah. the beat, the first beat, has that ooh, ooh. Right, it's a right. sample of these ladies. It's like sirens, right? That that sample mm -hmm. is like what I'm saying is by the by the, the, the the musical imagery is that the church was taken captive by Greek philosophy, just like the mm. Greek mytho mythological tale, and has sort of crashed shipwrecked and just listening to the philosophical framework rather than the theological Wow. So I, I do stuff like that, even in the production level. Just to try, but most people are going to catch that, but that's just fun stuff that I'll just like yeah. to talk about later that makes you go back and listen and be like, oh, listen to that. So, yeah. so but now there wasn't any production that I took from the last album. I think because there was some similar feel and certain things, it might, it might come off like that, but I really tried to be very intentional because I was competing with people. You know, I knew, yeah. okay, this is what, one of the hardest things about this album, about the appendix was, man, don't, I got to make sure I'm not saying the exact same thing I said on people. I don't want a whole bunch of songs where I'm just talking about how, how wrong this is and the injustice of it, because then it's just like, you're just an angry black dude, and not realize, no, nah, I needed to be able to give some facts, and so I read a lot, I studied a lot, bro. This was like a dissertation, man, and I felt, yeah. and I'm pleased, man, that people are kind of receiving it. In the manner in which yeah, they I, are, man, I'm, and I and want more people to obviously. I think one of the things I, I also enjoyed about it, uh, me personally, is just your sound bites. Like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The people, yes, yeah. Just listening to some of the things that people have said or, or, or some of the thoughts on it, they'll say, okay, you know, and um, I guess my my question was 
regard to those like like are these things that you've listened to like in their entirety or like how did you come across these like these sound bites? <laughs> yeah man so that that would be all right so here's what happens when i when i when i get a book or when i know i'm writing a song i go to youtube and i just type out a phrase or something that that's connected to what i'm writing about and then you know obviously a bunch of videos will come up and i will just i mean when i tell you this was a, i spent hours watching documentaries and different things and I wouldn't just pick a phrase that only one person said, but if I found a sound bite that I liked, I would keep it. I'd save the link, but then I would find, if I found, I needed to find other things that were basically saying the same thing as that, or but in a different way. And, and the, as long as it connected to the album. So because I labeled this an albumentary, which is which is what it was, an album slash documentary, I felt the freedom to have even longer sound bites. I didn't feel constrained to doing like a rap album the way you typically would do. I felt free to kind of have longer sound bites and stuff because of that. But yeah, man, I would watch a ton. I watched a ton, a ton of videos on YouTube trying to find the things that I felt like would reflect what I'm getting at. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even choose things if only like one person said it. There would have to be more of a, even though I chose one sound bite, there were others that agreed with this perspective that I felt like, all right, cool. And it would be consistent with stuff that I was reading or had read before and thought, and that's pretty much. And the sound bites were important. They needed to really usher the album along. They needed yeah. to really help people. But what the sound bites do, bro, is they take your, the ear off of me and you get a, sub, a objective voice for a few minutes. Someone else who's saying what I'm rapping that's not me. And I'll tell you one other thing that I haven't told anybody else in any other interview. Like, if you notice, the majority of those sound bites are not black people. Yeah. The majority I of the sound that. bites, they're not. They're not black people. There's only really two sound bites that I think are black people. One of them was the old black dude at the end of Sunken Place. When he about, said about that he dressed a certain way. Yeah, right, right. Uh-huh. You want to be recognized for his, you want to be recognized yeah. on an intellectual level. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, and then you got the lady singing on Sons of Abraham. She was an old black woman singing. Yeah. Um, and then you got, and then you got on at the beginning of Side, those two gangs. This is the Lord's territory. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, what oh, is that, that was like probably the, <laughs> that's from this old gangster movie, man. It's probably the worst acting in the history of cinema. Yeah. That joint, yeah. the acting is so bad, it's funny, man. But I Cause, chose because at first cause I started like, thinking it was from Cooley High, but I was like, no, nah, that ain't Cooley High. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's, it's worse than Cooley High, fam. It's worse oh, than my Cooley goodness, High. Yeah. <laughs> but it's um, it's an old gang movie from like the seventies. And but the reason why I chose it because they think one of the groups is called, one of the gangs is the Lord. So I'm really so that that skit. That skit and the girl singing at the beginning, those two skits are both essentially two sides of the church fighting over issues of justice and stuff like that. Those with those those with those kind of symbolize. You know, one side yeah. is signing a social justice statement, the other so one side is saying it's white privilege, the other side is saying it's victimology. And I'm pitting both of them against each other, showing that and that's that sort of subtle narrative of one Jesus versus Paul in my perspective is what I'm trying to highlight with that stuff. Man, 
fantastic job, man. Um, yeah, I think the creepiest one, uh, the, the one that, that, that tripped me out the most, was, I think it's the real, not real. It's where you had like all the newscasters oh, from different yeah. cities and states saying the exact same thing, but they, but, but, but with their own voices and so forth. But it's like, yeah, I was like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah, but good stuff, man. Can you let the people know real quick where they can find this album or how they can get in contact with you and uh, all your social media tags and so forth. I appreciate it, man. So I'm on Instagram as Kurt Kennedy, but that's a photography. I don't really promote the music as much as I should, but I, I'm on Instagram as Kurt Kennedy. That's music. I'm on Facebook as Kurt Kennedy. Also, my real name is Kurt Allen. Kurt Kennedy is sort of my stage name. My real name is Kurt Allen. So I'm on Facebook as Kurt Allen and Kurt Kennedy. Uh, Twitter, I'm Kurt Kennedy at I'm Kurt Kennedy. And the album, and you can get the album really right now, it's just really three locations and it's intentional because I'm not streaming the album yet. And it's because, you know, like I'm giving you one 26 songs. I put a lot of effort and it took a long time, a lot of money to do this. And while we're doing it for the Lord, we still have to be good stewards. So I want to try to at least make sure that I kind of recoup what I spent to make the money. So I'm not streaming the album yet, but you can still get it on iTunes. If you have an iPhone, you just can't go to Apple Music. You have to actually go to the iTunes Store app and download. You have to buy it. So this album right now, I, I, you have to buy it. I think if you ask people who are listening to it, it's worth your 10 bucks. No one's giving you 26 songs anymore for 10 bucks. So set aside that Chipotle, you know, that, that them, them two cups of coffee at Starbucks, and, and hit your boy up, get, get the album. So you get it from iTunes for $9.99, Amazon, Dot com has it as well. They got MP3s, or you can get it at wrathandgrace.com. Those are right now the three places that people can get the album. And I would greatly yeah, appreciate it if you did. And then let's talk about it. Find me on social media. Let's dialogue about what you think. Tell me what you think. Yeah, say word, man. I, I, I'll, I'll hold hard. I'll vouch for this to the, to the fullest. It is definitely worth um, every every penny you spend. And I think I spent like, I don't even think. I think I spent like about eight, nine bucks. Amazon, I think, I, I want to say Amazon might be cheap. I don't know, but nevertheless. I, yeah, I, Amazon is Amazon $8.99. Yeah, I, I do all my music through Amazon because it puts it all in one central app and I can just play it from there. Um, but right. yeah, man, um, definitely, definitely worth a listen. You guys going to want to go ahead and go jump on that. Uh, the appendix, like I said, we had talked about it on a previous show. Go back and check the other episode. If you want to hear the, the, the Kurt Kennedy origin story, you know, you want to go to the first interview that we did. So you can go back and go check that one out. But definitely, definitely check out this album, The Appendix. Um, I mean, and if you haven't heard C4, I am going to recommend that you go listen to C4 first. I think, I think, I think The Appendix makes a lot, I mean, it makes sense by itself, but I guarantee it makes a lot more sense after listening to uh, C4, at least. Now, C4, so, you can stream. C4 is everywhere. You can stream Spotify, Tidal, uh, Apple Music, C4 is up for streaming. So if you listen to that first, then what I would recommend is buy appendix, so you have it, and then listen to C4, uh, yeah. stream that, and, and then you can just go from one to the next and really see how uh, appendix complements C4. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, complements yeah. C4. I'm and I'm going to tell you listeners right now, set you some time aside. <laughs> just sit, sit down. Like, like that's just, I'm thinking that you just you're going to want to absorb. I think it's yeah, fantastic work, man. Thank you so much for your time. Folks, you guys have been listening I to Bars. It, 
Yeah, no problem. Biblical Reform Smithers, check us out on Facebook. The Bar Podcast is a page. Uh, go there, hit the like button, follow us. The Bar Podcast with Amanda Wayne Atkinson. We got Just Thinking with Daryl and Virgil Walker. Uh, Talia Stokes with some sisters. I mean, just, just go to uh, Check out that website. Um, Kind of another website for gear, man. So get yourself some bar gear. But if you go to the website or if you go to the page, you're definitely able to find the link where you can get the gear, t shirts, hats, all that other good stuff, onesies for your babies, you know, cool stuff like that. Also, be sure to check out the page that started it all. That's the Be Not Deceived page. That's the page where we expose false doctrines and false teachings, whereas the Bar Podcast is where we uh, highlight and point to some people who are some credible teachers with some good sound theology and, and works and so forth. Uh, T. Demars Barlow, T. Space, B-E-I-M-A-R-I-S, Space Barlow, B-A-R-L-O-W. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, T. D. Barlow, T-D-E-I-B-A-R-L-O-W. And that's the same thing for Twitter. So feel free to holler at me. Let me know if you guys got some artists that you're interested in hearing on the show, especially if you know them and you can get us connected. That'll be pretty great. Uh, just make sure that they, just make sure they're Christian. That's all I ask. Christian is sound. I'm, I, don't, I don't think that's asking for too much because we're biblical and reformed spitters. But I want to thank you folks for listening. You guys are always wonderful. Please keep our family in your prayers. I love y'all to life. Great and peace. They talking crazy. Crazy. They think that it's slavery. Slavery. They think that we only believe because we've been deceived and we just lazy. Lazy. They said in Africa Motherland. that we wasn't no Christians. No. They said we got it from Europe cause we from a Muslim tradition. Young and they trippin' cause they don't know history. They just watch one documentary. They don't know Africa shaped with theology. That is your rich Christianity. But we'll get to that later. was white.
light And the Hadith volume 1 book 3 It says he's white In fact, in volume 9 he had a slave that was black In the nation of Islam That's known for going hard You found that was not Elijah Muhammad But while his father, white dude That did some time in San Quentin, man Who were y'all kidding? So Christianity's fibbing the Quran Praises Jesus high So what is Islam? If Christianity is white I Me, mean, y'all a sitcom Christianity is a white man's religion And what of the black Hebrews, Islam and Judaism We quote unquote all came from the same father So how is Christianity the problem? If Christianity is a white man's religion Then what of the black Hebrews, Islam and Judaism We all say we got God's word And that's nice But the real ones, the ones that have Christ I'm going home to live with God All my troubles will be over and I made a brand new start in my me early, early in the morning when I get home. When my work on earth is done, I'm going home to live with God. All my troubles will be over. And I made a brand new star in the morning when I rise. Shake the dust off my feet and wipe my weeping eyes. It might be early, early in the morning when I get home. Bye and bye. Bye and bye. Oh, let's stop playing around, man. I was playing around. Let's take this serious. Sons of Abraham, take two. The true sons of Abraham would not be confident in the lotto at all, bro, cause you can't win. Madden and all pro to Gardo. McCurp be snapping, no, not at all, bro. I'm attacking the factions like a sci-fi convention. They masking some ill intentions like scripture doesn't mention at all, bro. Who the sons of Abraham are that we all know? Romans 4 and Galatians 4, we can all go. Cause one of us is wrong, let's put confidence in what Paul knows. Uh, he told us Abraham was justified and his seed was singular. Galatians 3, it clarifies faith was the cause of his righteous is not the law so you might just be better off not fighting this even claws from wolverine would come off the scripture is like a guillotine cutting your heads off that heresy you can scream as loud as you want but god's covenant was a promise you can doubt but it'd probably be good if you learn from thomas uh by and by by and by yes ladies and gentlemen it's the blind leading the blind you are here at the appendix my name is kurt kennedy and i'll be your captain Guiding you through all the murky waters this evening. Sons of Abraham, don't get it twisted. True, never in a biblical sense. The Abraham's true descendants reject Christ. Use Deuteronomy and reject whites. Yelling in their faces, paradise will enslave them. Cause Abraham's descendants believe God and share Christ. Instead of making America God's nemesis, that's typological ethnogenesis. Please remember this. If salvation is law, everything must be perfect. If not, be cursed. Salvation, you got it inverted. Paul did everything but blurred it. Then got murdered. God preserved it. So don't act like you ain't heard it. Here's the Romans full verdict. Your works get nothing without the right faith. Cause Abraham believed God and was righteous. Before makes it tough. And the seed is the Christ that we must trust. Ain't nothing white about that. But the paper, the words thrust. All the true sons of Abraham are not black Jews. Palestinian or white, they just believe the good news. Uh.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there